0: Hi, and welcome back to Artists in Pajamas. This week we are on episode four of our season three. I just wanted to give a little disclaimer before you got into it, that I do drop some water onto my computer about halfway through, Um, and then from then on, we have quite a few technical issues. So the audio in the second half is not as good, but I hope this doesn't deter you and that you enjoy it regardless. Have a good listen. Chloe, we need a jingle.
1: I've got something in my right
0: now. Okay. It it goes like... Yeah, I think you should work on that for now. You're sure? Yeah. Okay, right. Let's create a better one for the next episode. Okay, next episode. (laughs)
1: Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome back to... Artists in Pyjamas. This is Chloe. And I'm Olivia. And today we're here to catch up with you on what's been happening for the past two weeks. Yeah, quite a lot, actually. Quite a few things, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah, I think uh, mostly our workshops have been taking over and I'm actually, it's been going really well, I'm yeah. also happy that they've come to an end, yeah, it's like a mixture of emotions. It was quite intense, like <laughs> yeah. let's
1: say, I think we did what, like eight workshops during the month of October, plus another one in like beginning of November with the youth group. So I think last time we talked, um, it just started to
0: pick up Yeah, and we had a few more participants because the first few ones were like quieter. Yeah. No, I think it definitely picked up. I think what was really good towards the end is that we had a good mixture of like Mm -hmm, half the people that were there the whole month and half the people that were new every workshop. So it meant that the new people could see what the old um, people were like working on and they could have confidence in that. And I I think what was really nice with it in the end was to see how much people actually wanted a community of people just to stitch down.
1: Yeah, I think so. And you know, like the fact that I think regulars coming back is also giving us the confidence to keep yeah. going. And then you have this good mix of like the people that are just coming back and know what they're doing. Yeah. And then the other people that are just like, you know, starting out. And then, you know, the regulars can as well put other people in a place of confidence and be like, yeah. okay, I can just do whatever I want. And it
0: just transformed at the end in this, like, as you said. Yeah, because we saw a few people mm-hmm. after the workshops ended, and they were like yeah. really telling us how much they yeah. invested and stuff. Yeah. And I think because our workshops were about Uh, they weren't necessarily teaching a skill they were just about facilitating an area where someone could relax and explore the idea of what comfort means to them and Mm -hmm. then just stitch and most of those people had never stitched before so it was just about making and letting someone be creative without um, making them feel restricted by too many Mm -hmm. rules or too many like advice too many opinions and I think we, so, we don't give ourselves that time at home like you know the amount of times I've wanted to sit down and knit to relax or do all those things but they always end up like the last thing that you do and I think when you actually book a workshop you had that. Oh, well, I have to go. after have I to have workshop, the structure. and then yeah. you go in. But it is just two hours of mindfulness, yeah. stitching, talking with other people, and everyone was like, "How was your week?" and uh, giving advice to other people. People would just share about, "Oh, there's this thing here. There's this thing here."
1: I think so. I think that was what was really nice, and I would say that you know, not giving too much guideline is also a challenge in itself because sometimes people came in expecting something that was uh, slightly more, like, maybe restrictive or, like, structured. And so the challenge was then, like, to free a bit their conception of, like, what a workshop can be. Because when you talk about a workshop, sometimes you talk about a learning experience, or you're coming in,
0: we're going to teach you something. And we were teaching things, but... It was much more about... I think... What, yeah it was more maybe more for some of them more mm-hmm. nerve-wracking because it was really up to them like yeah. it wasn't like you're doing this exactly and that's it. they really had to use their own creativity to be like okay oh wow I actually you have free license and how often do you get told you have free license to do absolutely exactly. anything and then like we had like
1: we tried to bring as much material different textures as we could so people you know could have you know like a form of playfulness, and they can yeah. try try stuff. And I think he worked well as yeah. well because uh, we are, we were lucky enough to have like quite a lot of felt, yeah. uh, and then like you know like wool, you know like felt. Yeah. yeah. Felt, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think and what then, was, like, lots of stuff. What was so, nice yeah. with them, mm-hmm.
0: we had like a couple of people again like that was here from Workshop One, and it was really mm-hmm, nice mm-hmm. to see actually from Workshop One when they were like really really restricted and really like oh and my no, god yes. I don't know what I'm choosing um and kind of asking you for your opinions on colour and texture and, mm-hmm. and you explaining to them look there is no right or wrong, it is just up to you. Yeah. And then towards the end they literally were just going wild, don't need us at going doing their thing. And it was really <laughs> nice to see the, the growth of yeah, that. Yeah, I think so. I think it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then so, yeah.
1: yeah, it was really a good experience. Uh, and I know like I'd love to do that again. I think it's just like, it's quite intense during an eight week, like, no, like a, sorry, like a full month of workshop when you have like no fundings for example yeah. and no like financial support. Uh, so I think ultimately what we'd love to do with this like project is to keep it going is just to actually yeah, you know, make the bill, it
0: well. make I think it, now we have a better yeah. platform to maybe, again, I think we we will attempt again to yeah, do like, I ask so. for funding and stuff. <laughs> um, Because now we have a bit more of a structured idea of what it looks like and we have an example. And like I really think it can it can just carry like we're hoping to carry it on into the future. So and, like, making see.
1: it, like, something that can, you know, itinerary as well, that can happen in different places, not only in Hackney. I think Hackney was the starting point for both of us because it's the place that means a lot and in which we developed a lot, but then you yeah. can definitely uh, expand to some other spaces. And I think that's what's great about it as well. It's, like, a universal type of idea. Yeah. You can bring it to any type of people. I mean, we're still there because... In the community space, we had like people from like different age, different cultural background, uh, you know, like yeah. just that lived really different life as well, yeah. and they kind of gathered around this idea. So it was a good ex-
0: yeah. like. I'm excited experience for all of them to to see <laughs> it at the same time and yeah. to like maybe meet other people and, yeah. like to just see everyone that's participated in the same <laughs> space, um, and to see their reactions when they see their work. Like in comparison, because I think we we had this a little bit, you know, when we've done youth groups before, but um, the idea of giving someone who, like, would never like making someone feel like their artwork, their message mm-hmm. can be mm-hmm. part of a bigger artwork and yeah. how, like, they're just as relevant as any other person. And I think I'm excited to, that's I cool. hope that they feel that because that's what I want them to feel. I want yeah. them to feel like, you know, they're, no, part, like they're part of a big like message a- and that their artwork. It's, a, it's, it's just a as big as participative artwork. artwork basically yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exciting mm-hmm. that's cool yeah. Yeah, so. yeah yeah oh and what else have we done what else have you done this week where was it more focused for you
0: um i think this week i had a mixture of more freelance like a bit more freelance uh, fashion work and then um just working in my studio again but i think what i i was trying to think about what these last couple of weeks in the studio have been like and i think Um, I I went back to um, continuing this big embroidery that I started in May (laughs) or yeah I started it in May and (laughs) it's taking so long and I really realized uh, yeah I really realized these last couple of weeks um the importance of keeping hopeful and like keeping motivation with a piece and i think with embroidery things do take so long and this piece will take i think a year to make Um, and you have such a vision of it at the beginning Mm -hmm. and it's just about not not losing hope because like i very often look at it and i'm like oh my god this is taking so long is this even worth it i often think is it actually worth my time like what about if i spend an entire year on it and it's not worth it. Mm-hmm. What if it looks like shit at the end? <laughs> you know? Like genuinely and I look at it and I go most of the days I'm like god this is shit Livia. What are you doing? And then it's like you do a little extra bit and suddenly it looks a bit different and you're like oh no okay it does look like yeah. what I was picturing. So I think yeah I was I was thinking like the the lesson of of my week is not losing hope and keeping motivation with a piece that does take a long time especially with like craft that mm-hmm. takes yeah
1: especially because your like your work is also so intricate there's so much story interweaved in, like you're using embroidery to create these you know syllables yeah. these words like even if it's like textual yeah I'm being really metaphorical right now but this is like how I see it you know and it takes a while it's like it's just I don't know it's like writing a, a yeah. full story that, but we've you know and and it's like and you, uh, you also use it as painting like different shades of yeah. yellows like gradually going into each other <laughs> I know I'm describing your work right now but it's just really interesting to see how it's all bringing it together and like I think it's it will be worth it at the end definitely. yeah for sure I mean I, kn- so, I know it will be yeah. it's just I, mean, I know it's of it's just doubt. it's that, it's that yeah.
0: doubtful um, thought that you have and I think you have mm. it in on different levels yeah. with everything always. but on something that takes a really long time you do <laughs> often th- you do have the so and I think also because especially like with my work, a lot of the artworks mm-hmm. come from a very specific. Like I would have drawn that drawing with a very specific feeling at the time and a very specific message about how I was feeling emotionally at the time. And so sometimes when a piece is like six months later, it's really like because I have new emotions, I have new new um, imagery in my head, yeah. and so. It is a bit sometimes a bit frustrating of just like still working on something that was an emotion from six months ago. Although I think the one I am doing now is actually very, it's like, it's quite uh, a broad one. But I'm talking about other work that I've done. Like sometimes I have so many drawings and I'm like, oh, actually this is how I'm feeling now. And then I just want to stitch the piece that I'm feeling right now and not the piece I was feeling three months ago. (laughs) But then that doesn't always line up. Um, and then I just want to like start absolutely every little piece and then you you lose So Because yeah. I, I was starting a lot of small embroideries and I think I've now gone back to that big one. I mean, like, I need to get that going because mm-hmm. it's just... <laughs> but I understand what you say. It's because like, I don't know, like because
1: we, as you say, like obviously like a feeling or like an emotion that is quite like something quite organic influence the piece. And then you encapsulate it for a while into mm-hmm. this like long things that you're doing because I think as textile artists you keep also like looking at other like type of art and especially maybe like painting that can be such like a quicker way or drawing as you said to like encapsulate something and sometimes
0: you feel like oh my god it's frustrating yeah. and obviously it depends but what od- kind of painting od- you do and yeah od- obviously i could do some depends. i could do textile patchwork yeah. that that don't take very long of course so.
1: but it's yeah. also the choice you know it's the way you decide to orientate yeah. like your practice and you know the
0: way you you do you do what you do so <laughs> yeah no but it's because like the the few times i've done like and I think, like, because I come from absolutely no technical painting background, mm-hmm. the few times I've done painting, I did find it what I really liked with it is because it allowed me to express something in quite um direct route yeah. without okay. spending months yeah. on, of it on stitching, which I haven't done painting in a long time, but I do remember really, really enjoying that feeling of, like, yeah, this is, my, this is how I'm feeling, and I've got it out there. And, like, after a week, then it was, like, here, and I had a physical... Uh, yeah, I had a physical imagery of, of <laughs> that emotion. Um, but, yeah. Yeah.
1: No, but I think it's quite a particular feeling and to I only be able yeah. to
0: do, like, you know, five
1: to six artwork a year. Like, that's, I mean like because I mean and even that it. I don't even know I mean he's... I had literally I had, this, <laughs> I
0: had I think when I started like this residency I had about 12 artworks in my head and I had a calendar on my <laughs> on, uh, on my calendar I had literally color coded okay you have to do this many days for this artwork this month blah 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 I had 12 I don't know how <laughs> I I kind of knew it wasn't going to happen, but, like, for months, I was like, no, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then now I'm a lot more... Because I started this other piece, which is even bigger than my embroidery, but it's it's not fully embroidered. This, like, big felted tapestry, which is, like, three by two meters. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so now I'm a bit more like, Liv, just focus on these two huge pieces. If you finish them, (laughs) great.
1: (laughs) No, it's just a different way to, like, occupy your time and to deal with, like the craft as well but I know it's sometimes it's weird like because I remember we had like I mean Celia amazing tutor at the RCA Celia Pym amazing craft woman and like I think um we had a conversation I had I remember she said that I don't know in which context but she said she was doing like uh, commission wiser for like six commission a year, and back then I was like, oh no, and now I'm like my god, six commission yeah. a year is know, It sounds like a lot of uh, It's just because back then I wasn't that acquainted with textile, and I did not really come from the textile background, so I did not really understand like how long everything took. Yeah, yeah. And now that I'm doing
0: way more of it, I'm like, yeah, actually, it's just like. You realize because you only have like so much time. And I think, think week. also when when you're still a student, you kind yeah. of also forget all the other stuff that you yeah, have to yeah, do other to than do. the artwork. Like yeah, yeah, the yeah. amount of time you have in the studio in the month is like I, when I was counting yeah. the, the days for like this yeah. many days in the calendar month, I was like, I had 15 days. I had basically half the month was studio time yeah. and half the month was doing other stuff. So when you think about it, it's just 15 days in the month yeah. where you're in the studio making. If that, no, that was like too- the max days. Most of the time I had like 10 days yeah. and everything else is like freelance work, yeah. part-time jobs, just doing admin. Exactly.
1: No, yeah, because like I'm, because I've been calculating it these past few months, like having started, like having, like doing part-time, like selling job, like, yeah. like, literally like half of the month is spent doing that yeah. so of course you only have 15 days remaining and in these 15 days there's so much that you, you need did. to do and yeah. occasionally take some time off as well because <laughs> you already yeah. need to yeah i've gotten i have gotten better at taking time off i think so me too i'm, I'm trying at least a, a one day a week yeah yeah, yeah. One day a week to like charge the battery.
0: Yeah, if not, I just can't keep going. Yeah. Also, there's also so much stuff I need to do in the in the house and stuff yeah. that you have to have a day just to do all your chores. So so there's it's not even easy. a day off. It's not really a day off, but it's just yeah. it's not like we're we're talking like we're thirty, but like that's. <laughs> that's I mean, easy. yesterday I took a whole day. Yesterday I took a whole day off to um. To put a uh, self adhesive marble paper on my on my like <laughs> ugly in- coffee table from my rented house that came with it, and my di- and my dining. Oh my god! I was so happy. Happy and you I was know, so satisfied. It. I was like, oh my god! I have posh marble in my house. It's just. Yeah, it actually went really well I need to send
1: you a picture Yeah, I need to send you a picture I mean, I'm so I was so happy Because we went to market Like in Hackney On like Saturday And I found The most amazing brooch Like a oh, little yeah. Like perfume bottle And that was definitely The highlight of my week <laughs> I just I'm so happy I love I love like Going Finding, to the little Like yeah. uh, vintage I, market And stuff and additionally like or need to do that at least once a week yeah <laughs> no, <for sure. laughs> makes me
0: happy I, d- I keep seeing videos of like flea markets on instagram and i just like right now i'm just obsessed with going to absolutely all of them like i saw another one yesterday and i was like i had no time to go but i was like how can i make the time to pop in but yeah Every flea market. But I, I think it's because there's something really creative too so. and also quite to... intimate you know it's things that
1: Free markets are like most. I mean, you've got the clothes, which is quite special, but object and especially jewelry for me is just yeah. so much in, like intimacy, privacy, and there's it is so like much yeah, there's like a story. story behind
0: them, and like it's about yeah. adding to that, and as this is also why I also love doing like interior decor of just yeah. finding bits and bobs to exactly. to add to the story just and uh it's just really interesting to see that
1: you know yeah. like a little cup that someone might have like drunk their tea in before <laughs> it's just like uh,
0: uh, i love it <laughs> but yeah no how um oh you you oh. finally put up your commi- your uh commission yeah. in the shop
1: talking about vintage shopping <laughs> how does so. that go uh, I installed the, in like the installation, the window display in the shop that I'm working with part-time, which is called Hereafter, it's on Brick Lane. And I did it on Tuesday, it went really well. Uh, I think, um, things that I had to do, first of all, I went in the shop and I was like, oh, what I did in the studio is not gonna work. Cause it was quite a special piece, so like it was a net and I had to mm-hmm. like, tie uh, some wool on it and like put flowers and stuff. But ideally what would have been great and if I did everything on the window directly uh, and not do it at the studio because it was really like an in- situ like piece. Yeah it was like based Uh, on the and it was really hard to like because the it was quite hard to handle etc. And it was really hard to do it in the studio without having the frame of the window even
0: if I took all the measurements, etc. Hi everyone, we're back, sorry. <laughs> I saved my computer from the water, everything is okay, we can proceed with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Where
1: were we? I think I was talking about the installation yeah. of my commission in the window. So... Yes, I did most of the piece like in the studio and then I had to bring it to obviously the shop and install it And then I realized that something that we planned with the owner was actually not working So I had to cut the piece into basically I mean, Into it, two? Not into two equal pieces, but I just had to like cut it cut at it. a certain yeah. point And I was like, okay, Chloe, don't be precious about your work, that's all right I mean, I spent like a month working on it Um, not like an entire month because I was only working on like two days a week etc but like uh i've never i've always been quite okay and i wasn't really precious about the work i've never been really precious about my work i'm like sometimes you need to cut it and that's all right uh but yeah. still i had to cut it which was weird you know sometimes you spend time doing something and you're like oh yeah like this is going and this is going and you're like okay it's your two piece now <laughs> but it was actually way better
0: i think yeah. with that i guess yeah it is yeah. because it was like a big net it was yeah. just cutting part of the exactly. net to make it fit so exactly. it wasn't like you made the whole no. quilt
1: text out and then no. cut it in half. No, 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 it was really different. Like he was, and we knew we might have to cut it. And then I worked on it the whole day in situ on the shop. And it was a really good experience because first I love working in situ way more than I love working in my studio. This is so much yeah. nicer when you install the piece. Oh, I need to add something here, to something here, to balance it, to make it look like this, etc. It's way more interesting. And then you've got people rel- like like you've got people like uh, coming and being oh I like what you're doing, and the <laughs> owner being like oh I like it like that. And so you're working also like I was working with the commissioner in the background, and she was just like telling me what she wanted, and I thought the dialogue was just like way nicer. Yeah. Uh, and it's a good experience. I really like working in a city like this. Uh, but so yes, uh, installed it in a day, and now it's done, and, and really you cool. can you can see it for I think a few months until we might change the display. So. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. I need to go and, and see it. You, yeah. d- you also need to put your name and oh, yeah. stuff on the. Button. I do. I need to put my name. But that's really interesting how a vision comes together. Yeah. Like how like does it look the way that you
0: envisioned it would be when you first started? You
1: know what. Not at all because it's just also we changed like ideas so much with the commissioner and like at the beginning I had something really specific in mind and I realized that of course you have to meet her half point you know like that's the point of it and then like uh, we found a good balance and I'm, I'm really happy and I think it suits the shop the best as well uh but like the vision really evolved like throughout you know like the whole process of the making as well like uh because it's such a spontaneous technique that i that i use like you see how actually it's falling like that it's quite heavy here etc so like the vision is not at all what you have in your head at the end yeah 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 Yeah, that's
0: that's good do you think you're gonna because you've been interested in doing window design for a long time do you think you're gonna try and maybe Uh, I don't know how you get into window design can can you find open course can you find people to email can you use that as an example to start with yes
1: I think so I think it's just getting people emails and I mean there's agencies that you know like in which you can work But I'd love to do it more as a freelancer. Yeah. But And I kind of like working for small venues as well. I think it's interesting. Could it be
0: that you actually go to other vintage shops Mm -hmm. and like you take a photo of what you've done and be able to look at, like, you know, I work in a vintage shop, I really love vintage... I love... Because it's also you love working with vintage materials and found objects and stuff yeah. like that, which works really well for vintage shops. Mm-hmm. It could even be that you work with, you know, vintage fabric, uh, vintage yeah. clothes and then go to vintage shops and be like, mm-hmm. you know, would you be interested in, you know, commissioning yeah. me to do a window design? But I'd be
1: super interested. And then like, if it's like, especially a shop that, you know, like I'm really specific about, I'm trying to be really specific yeah. about where I'm buying things, where I'm buying them. And secondhand is really important. And then, of course like i'd love to approach more like you know vintage shop and talk to them about my vision yeah. like as a window designer and why i think it's important to value these places yeah. more than some others etc and like uh, so yeah I, I'd love that and I think it's a good thing to have in mind And Brick Lane is for example I mean there's Brick Lane
0: there's also so much other shops no, like and there's also charity streets. shops there's charity there. shops they, they probably don't have yeah. like a budget for doing yeah, it, but for design but it, it would be you um, know like
1: that's cool and I think what we realise as well when we do this thing is that like most of the money that we need I mean, lots of the money that we need for, like, this commission comes from material, and if you're lucky enough to use, yeah. like, second-hand material... Yeah, and, then it's, there's and also, then it's time as well. It's time as well, but it's uh, I realise it's also mature, like, for this specific window, I only, like,
0: spend £50 in material. Yeah, that's really So good. that's
1: a bit different, and then I also but use my you, own stock, though. So but, like, uh,
0: but, like, if you weren't yeah. you paid for it, then you would have been spending yeah. two days a week doing completely unpaid work. Yeah, as well. Yeah, so, which so. is where the yeah, so, like,
1: uh, oh no, but I don't say that I wouldn't get paid for it more than, like, uh, I realised that also, like, it's good to use, like, yeah. second-hand and to, like, try and recycle it, like, yeah. in this way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are we planning to do in the next few weeks? Because we've got, like, a few things to um, to do, like, this community quilt, especially talking about, like, vision, like, you know, like, uh, you know, like, the community quilt for the... Yeah, yeah, for, and for, I think... For, oh, for actually, grand.
0: going. Continuing with the idea of like one's vision and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you accepting that it must change. I think what yeah. was really interesting is like when we laid out everyone's work the other day and yeah. we tried to make the quilt, we found it a lot harder than we expected it yeah. to actually, um, our aim is to put everyone's work in, like to make you feel valuable and to, <laughs> to make you want to go through the whole quilt and look at each piece. And like, that's not, and you know, all of the, Every single person used different colors and different fabrics, so the color palette is a mixed match of a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, also with people with two very different personal color aesthetics mm-hmm. and style mm-hmm. aesthetics, then looking at that with very different color palettes to us, um, that was hard to not feel like that we didn't like We were like, yeah. Oh my, g-. we wasn't found it hard to like, the co- to, to like it as a whole because you know it was comfort for each one, but obviously, it also has to. M- like for us i was like oh god i'm not feeling comfort right now because everything just overwhelming. It, it was quite overwhelming in terms of like colors but i think we found a way to to make it work to it make thinking. it work where like everything yeah. has its place it took us approximately took six hours <laughs> yeah it took... Cause
1: like we did something and then we're like oh, don't like it no. you proposed yeah. things like no yeah i proposed them no <laughs> yeah. it was uh,
0: quite but but i must say like i think uh, that day was one of our best collaborative partnerships yeah I because think i so. think we both listened to each other really well that day <laughs> um and we both ha- and yeah we, we both had yeah we both were listening to each other saying no to each other saying exactly, exactly things. and then i think also
1: like leaving the space for the other to try something and don't yeah. put your like don't close your mind completely to it yeah I mean for example I never work with black so this is a little sneak peek there's gonna be a bit of black in the piece I never work with black I hate black usually <laughs> like it's just like like I don't know how to I, f- I don't think it's that hate I just don't know how to use yeah. it like so it's good you know and then like you were like yeah but we should try and I was like okay and then like we try and I love it <laughs> just, like backing, backing up, up on my like stupid prejudice, like Le préjudice. Prejudice Donc, prejudice. Yeah. prejudice. Uh, but it was quite interesting to just like you know le- let yeah. the other like do something see how we work, and then just meeting each other half- halfway and it just makes the whole process of like experimentation and research also way more interesting because yeah. it's usually as well when you're just so desperate and you're like oh my god yeah, you're right. and i never think never
0: make this artwork. <laughs> and I think it's like cause quite often we would like we spent two hours with like one idea mm-hmm. and then we realised this idea is not working and then yeah. kind, of, kind of having to scrap it completely mm-hmm. like I don't know how many times you have on pinned. We were like, okay, yeah, this is good, pin it. And then like an hour later, unpin everything.
1: (laughs) Pinning is the worst part of doing a patchwork in my opinion. But
0: yeah, no, I thought I thought it was it was quite a good learning curve. And like going back to the vision thing, I think also because we had the vision of this installation before we even did the workshops, Mm -hmm. we had to let that we had to let that go when we once we had the pieces, we had to let that go a little bit and be like, okay, what what are these pieces telling us? Exactly. I think I had this discussion,
1: like, a few weeks ago as well uh, with a friend. And it's just, like, you need to meet, like, the people that you're working with halfway. Yeah. Whereas it's, like, an audience. Whereas it's, like, workshop participants. And it's just, like, you you cannot put your expectation of what you want and call what you're doing your a yeah. participative piece or yeah. like an interactive thing uh because otherwise you're just you know using people to make what they you want to do it's not yeah. how it works people are doing things and then you need to work with people's yeah. like outcome and uh, sometimes it's frustrating because it's like oh it's not what i wanted and you're like yeah of course it's not because that's you you, you agreed to that from the from the, yeah. the straight beginning when you were like Yo, okay we're doing this all together yeah uh, so like what how how many pep- how many people you reckon there is on the quilt Maybe twenty. Yeah, maybe twenty, twenty, 20 twenty-five. 30? No, yeah, 25. twenty-five, maybe something like that. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and you know? all
0: completely different colours, completely exactly. different textures. Shapes. Because you
1: know, like we also talked about in this workshop, like what draws
0: you comfort, and yeah. obviously, like it's just it's personal to everyone. It's personal. But what's nice is like we've tr- we've found similarities between different things, yeah. and I think what we're gonna try and do is like to whatever we add to it and how Mm -hmm. we put it together is going to be inspired by the shapes and patterns that other people have done so it's going to be a continuation of that yeah it's quite nice because as you said (laughs) it's not our personal work but also it's quite nice to also work from inspiration that is literally from someone else where you merge it you're merging things you know together and you're
1: just like using people's work as a starting point to just you know give it even more value and like uh you know mm-hmm. things like that so we're quite excited so that, that is
0: what we're going to be working on i mean I'm, I'm doing mostly freelance all of this week but yeah. i need to work on like this new commission for yeah. january but then like uh so the week then, after it's going to yeah. be workshops yeah. uh it's going to be quilt making exactly. and then we'll be back yeah um
1: and then we have the last flight of field of everyone oh, yes as well. if
0: you are in um if you're in london yeah or if you're not in london and you want to come into then we're going to be doing our last balloon flight on uh the 20th someday, the 20th. yeah
1: exactly
0: um hopefully if the weather is good because we've had to do it quite a few times so yeah if the weather's good then pop around and that'd be I'm the really last excited. one like it's
1: been two years in the making i think i think after maybe the podcast like the podcast after yeah can, we can talk a bit more about like oral experience on this project because yeah. i think it unlocked a lot of um of different things yeah. like within our
0: personal interest as well so, yeah for sure. yeah. Uh, yeah and also in terms of podcast, we've decided to do this every couple weeks. of weeks yeah and to you know yeah. again give you an update about <laughs> how it's been but also try and give you um advice or just like for you to hear from someone else's perspective because i think it's so easy on social media to see all the good things that people are doing and journey see the yeah. the kind of finished perfection of like each artist and to compare yourself to that. And I think with this podcast, we just want to showcase a more raw kind yeah. of daily life of like how things are going and how, you know, you know, one week we might be a little bit, you know, yeah more, it'll be, it be, be less, less good should, and the other week will yeah. be really good. So it's a good um, yeah. example. So yeah, whatever advice or whatever, if this brings you, if you can, what's the word? If you can, um, if you can relate, relate. That's the word. If you can relate to any of what we're doing, then let us know. Oh, yeah, we wanted to um, to say maybe if you wanted to send us oh, any, any emails, mm-hmm. whether that is a story that you think is interesting, whether that is questions for us then you can dm us on our instagram i think that might be easier That's, i think probably the best uh, one i can't remember the email no. <laughs> but we will, we, there is also an email which yeah. is on our instagram because we i think it's artist dash i think it's artist in artist- pajamas dash uh, at gmail.com i think so but yeah. then again to be, to be, <laughs> to be helpful, okay so dm us on instagram uh and yeah we'll keep you posted and yeah. we'll see you in a couple of weeks in a couple of weeks bye bye <laughs>